Hello, it's your audio editor here. To tell you a little bit about today's audio, uh, there might be a few hitches in it, and in the next few episodes, we have some ideas on how to fix it in the future, but we can't really do it for this audio, so it should be fine, but thought you deserved a little warning. This week on Rails and Mysteries, Avis Osborne joins a civic organization. Agent Erickson heads to the woods. Aaron Aronson tries a few angles. And Gwyneth Appleton convalesces. Anyone have any interludian desires? I was very much going to use the time while Gwyneth is out and injured to try and get the others on my side and find non-culty solutions to my demon problem. <laughs> well, well, John's not going to go looking for it. I'm assuming he's going to get chewed out. Yeah. Um, he might... He might do some, like, solo surveillance of the church and also he wants okay. his grenades back <laughs> yeah I bet Gwyneth is going to be recuperating um, and she'll also need to have an unpleasant conversation with her sect about her her most recent failures yeah don't you have a move for that by the way for what? Pissing off my sect? For interacting with your sect. I thought you... I mean, I, I, I do, but I'm also going to be in poor standing with my sect after this, so I lose a lot of... Um, yeah. Like, I won't be able to contact them for help until I get back in good standing, typically. Well, but, I mean, there's a role yeah, for it, right? It's yeah. a move. Better. Yeah, Let it's me your... go get my iPad, and I can and you look didn't... this up. Yeah. yeah, so when you're in good standing with your sect, which you sort of sort of are at the beginning of each mystery, and you have not, yeah. you know, you did not do this last time really, but I kind of made you do it mm -hmm. anyway. Um, on a roll of 10 plus, they provide some useful info or help. So I think you're okay there. Like, I don't think that's a move you can use in an interlude <laughs> session. And you're not necessarily in poor standing with your sect yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yet. I mean, you just, yeah. You did an oopsie. I did, did an oopsie. I did, a, I did an oopsie and it ended up with me in, like, the hospital. That's true. Ooh, that's actually the size it should be, so I think this worked this time. Oh. So I will okay, put it, good. I guess, in session one. Yeah, it should be session one, because technically it is session one audio. Speaking of audio, I gather that last time when we used this setup, I was cutting in and out on people some. Are you mm -hmm. hearing me yes. okay? Yes. yes. Good. I think it's going to make editing Good. a little bit difficult, but I don't think it's going to be impossible. Yeah. Well, you know, impossible and eh, it's all yeah. Um, I forgot I need to make my backup recordings. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Backup recordings. I'm not doing one right now, just so everybody knows, because I figure if it's not picking me up, something is going on with the call. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, the other thing, it, I can't remember if I mentioned this last time, but it might throw you a bit, John, is that I'm thinking about if I level yep. up to take the flake move for being able to tell when people are lying to me. Flavoured okay. as recognising fellow cons. <laughs> Someone using... That is yeah. a good flake move, yeah. by the way. It particularly makes sense considering you're not a very, like... Some of the more criminal options of your own don't make a lot of sense. So yeah. Taking a flake one. Like, you notice someone using awfully familiar techniques to you, or you do. Thing. Yeah. No. Makes sense. Oh, and Dad, no. whenever I was thinking of taking the mentor in the sect for when I level up. Okay. Go find it. So do we, let me ask you this, do we want to put the level ups on the, uh, um, in the interlude? Under some theory that it could make it easier for people to follow what the hell's going on. I mean, on. I don't have something that I'm leveling up with right now that would be a story for me. Okay. I, okay. I, you, I could, uh, okay. For instead of doing surveillance, because that seems risky right now, I think John's going to blow off some steam by going to like a shooting range, uh, which I'm assuming there is <laughs> somewhere to shoot things. Just a friend. Dude, you've never been to the Ozarks. Is the shooting, shooting range? Because ev everything's the shooting range. He's yeah. going to do we'll some shooting. So, like, we live. Bloody <laughs> yeah. like, like, you go into the yeah. woods and you shoot. Yeah, like, he, that's he, what you do. He would do some of that, and that would be my, like, bottle it up thing, would mm -hmm. be that. And then he also wants yeah. his van fixed, because I forgot how, like, shot up old Frig got. Oh, it's yeah. really shot up. Yeah. Yeah, well, and so, and we can start on this, I mean, and we're recording on Anchor already, yeah. so mm -hmm. it is what it is. All right, episode two um, should be up in the Google Drive now. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will reload the page and see what we got. And so, in terms of doing an interlude session with uh, you, Isaac, like, for John Erickson, like, I can do the director and just, you know, ream you out for mm -hmm. a long period of time, but it seems like that's going to be, like, a three-hour conversation. Yep. <laughs> Given all the ways you screwed things up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you set the uh, force on That fire. wasn't really me, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, you're going to tell the director that, that the spooky you're hiding in your van... I just blame the, the cult. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless... The forest is on fire, and you're involved. Mm -hmm. um, there's a small white vehicle leaking gasoline all over every place Damn. that has a bullet hole in it that is suspiciously similar to uh, the rounds shot out of your sniper rifle. Um, your van has two flat tires, bullet holes all over it. Um, there's a nearly dead professor at the local university and the sect member you were supposed to have been um, using as an infiltration point was basically laying dying <laughs> in the gravel road there in the woods. It was a bad Oof. day for Agent Erickson. I was like reflecting on this. It was a really bad yeah. day for Agent Erickson. Interlude title? <laughs> it was a bad day. 
<laughs> and and you woke up your director at like yeah. what was it two yeah. two thirty in the morning? Being so like, everything's on like, fire. <laughs> oh. And you requested a helicopter to drop a flame <laughs> retardant in the middle of a state forest. So it didn't go great. <laughs> Also, I will say it was your idea to light the fire. Like uh-huh. I messed it up. I totally took the blame for that. But you are the one that said go get the. I wanted to light the cars on fire. Yeah, uh, we didn't think that far. Uh, that's the problem, Agent Erickson. That's the problem. And and I mean that's great and all. Um, it was, I mean, I'm thrilled that it was that difficult. Um, but you know, I, like I said, in terms of playing out, I mean, I can spend three hours <laughs> yelling at you a character, <laughs> but I don't know that that's going to be great audio for people. That's fair. We can just like there. cover it, be like, you got bitched out for three hours. <laughs> I think your your list of everything that went wrong was great. Yeah. I think you should just maybe just do that and then cut to three hours later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That actually would be good. And then just character of listing all the things you did wrong. You have some explaining to do, and let's jump three hours later. We can do that. Um, and then, okay, so we can probably, we need to start there. Then we can jump to... I'd imagine we'd well, like get out we, of the forest first. This is yeah. Well, and I think we're going to have to do a time wipe, right? Like it's going to have to be a... Propeller You know, time has passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That... Um, and then do we want to go to Eilish? Do we want to go to Gwyneth in hospital? Or, I mean, I can ask you where she is. I mean, I think the doing. hospital's exactly where Gwyneth should be. <laughs> Probably. You got yeah. the I was very close to dying. Yes. And then, so the problem then, we can go to Aaron. Yeah. And I think this could make sense timeline-wise. We can go to you um, as you are... I've well, probably, who, who I've probably got around. quite a funny conversation to have with Avis that I am inclined not to give too many spoilers about. Okay. Yeah. Entirely in that. character to catch off guard. To... Yeah. I think that's yeah. fine. Um, and I'll warn you that if you're having that, as I assume you will, at your house that yeah. Gwyneth is renting, that you may get an unexpected mm. visitor there. But I will let your conversation carry out before we get to cool. that point. And then, Avis, I assume you're going to want to go to the uh, library meeting in the evening if you have any energy left with Doris, yeah. the uh, librarian. I, mean, I do have three home currently, but I, I, if I rest, that'll heal up at least a little bit, so I won't look entirely like... You know, like you got shot up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Avis didn't get shot up. No, I didn't. No. Just in the prox- in like in proximity to people being shot up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty I good got stuff. that audio to upload. I'm not going to put the episode up until I've figured out a title and I've listened to it to make sure it sounds okay. 
after they upload, but that should be ready to go up shortly after we finish recording this. Cool. Um, is there a suggested title here that people are really enjoying? Oh no, I like all of the ones that have been posted. Yeah, they're all like strong titles, but there's like a better. I could be convinced a better title exists, but they're all good enough. They're all fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can just let it sit for the session, and then. Yeah. yeah, and if somebody comes up with something that's really good, then mm-hmm. go to that. And if not, we'll just take a vote at the end. Okay. Seems good. Cool. Okay, hang on just one second. Making a note I'm going to need. Okay. All right. Well, let's jump in then. And so... Um, you guys have managed to get out of the forest somehow after your shenanigans the evening before. And it's now at a reasonable working hour. And Agent Erickson, you have the unfortunate obligation to talk to your director. And as you may suspect, he's not very amused. Hmm. Said, ah, Erickson. Woke me up in the freaking morning to tell me nope. you had lit a forest on fire and had nearly killed people and demolished your van. Why should I continue to cover for your sorry self down in the Ozarks? Sir, sir, I am very sorry about all these occurrences. Uh, this has been one job that I, I realized that I royally screwed it up. Uh, however... Royally screwed it up? You lit the forest on fire! The EPA! You know what that stands for! Yes, I do, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Though... The goddamn trees down, protecting the environment. I I will say, sir, we do have another lead from this screw-up. On what? There was a uh, another cult, sir, other than the one that I'm currently infiltrating. How many cults are you messing with down there? (laughs) Currently two, sir. The one that you assigned me on, and I saved her life. With my medical training. Creating the Star People cult, and now you've got some other cult? They apparently they had infiltrated the forest agency, and so they're on our turf, oh. and I'm getting them expunged. Oh. Erickson. Because you found another freaking cult, you burned down the forest? To be fair, they were shooting at me, sir. Oh, God. Erickson. And um, I think that we will uh, forgo the next three hours of yelling that the director <laughs> does at you. Um, however, in the last session, you did use your deal with the agency move mm-hmm. and you had a mixed success. Yes. So you get chewed out for three hours mm-hmm. and with, you know, the promise of more coming. Um, but you got what you needed, right? Which was the forest fire put out. Uh, fortunately, it was not too bad yet. 
Um, and you got the vehicles, including the one that had leaked gasoline all over that you had somehow failed to set on fire. Um, the vehicles towed out. And you've got Old Frig, I assume. Well, where have you taken Old Frig at this point? Uh, I'm just trying to find, like, a mechanic or something, someone to patch her up, make sure she still works, get new tires. Yeah, because two of them were shot, right? Yeah. And, Not, like, the rest of it was shot. Yeah, yeah. There, there had been some damage done. <clears throat> well, that's going to be an interesting conversation for explaining... Um, what went on there, right? Uh, yeah. To the mechanic. I mean, I just say I was I was having a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a party. Well, that's an Ozark party, man. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Ozark parties, um, what were you doing to sort of like decompress after the events of the night before? So uh, after I picked up my grenades, put them back in old frig. Oh, so you went to pick up your grenades and I can tell you, well, there's two questions. First of all, how did you go pick up your grenades? You don't have a functioning van. I will walk. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to assume that you uh, got a ride in from some firefighter or something like that back into town. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, I suppose you walked to the university. But I can tell you that when you went to the garden where Momo was captured, uh, the grenades are not there. Oh, mother! They're not in the garden. So, from there, what do you do? Uh, John will walk back, disheartened. And at this point, it's probably like, you know, 9 a.m. I go to the gun and pawn. Okay. Um... I'll ask is like, do you got, do you have anything that shoots really fast for rent? <laughs> okay. And the fella at the uh, gun and pawn looks at you like you are crazy. And this is the same guy who sold you the grenades. <laughs> and he says, we don't rent weapons here, buddy. Fine. I will buy an assault rifle. <laughs> if I have the money. You see. Well, I thought you had spent pretty much everything on the grenades for your last paycheck. And regardless, uh, I can tell you that he looks at you and he says, I hear that I've got to be careful about who I sell these things to these days, mister. Hmm. Fine, then I'll just take bullets. Just a lot of bullets. <laughs> um, I'm assuming for your rifle. For my rifle and for my pistol. <clears throat> and then I'm just going to go out near the uh, river, the, the camping site. Well, I can tell you before you get out there, he looks at you and he says, I guess I can sell you ammo. 
And so he agrees to sell you that. Mm -hmm. I will take them um, and go shoot in the woods. Okay, well. Clearly that angry cult has been uh, spreading. Yeah. So uh, you have hiked a lot of miles at this point. It's good for um, us. But I think that's fine. <laughs> so you're out uh, shooting in the woods. Are you shooting for anything in particular out there? Just trees. Just shooting into the okay. trees. Okay. Um, I think we will just kind of let that one go. And then, um, you know, presumably you don't shoot any uh, hunters. But I will say, well, can you give me an act under pressure roll? I mean, you're almost unbeatable at acting the pressure. So let's I, I will go. also use my bottle it up, my new bottle it up, just to take up from your advantage. Yeah, just to take plus okay. three, you know. Don't you have plus oh, wow. three? Anyway? I, yeah, I get another plus three. It becomes Ooh. a plus six. So that oh, no. is a fourteen. <laughs> so the good news is. You uh, see the old woman walking in the woods before you shoot in her direction. Mm -hmm. You also uh, have three hold ones on me. <laughs> yeah, which is going to be wonderful. Um, and the old woman is walking with a basket that looks a lot like a picnic basket. Mm -hmm. um, and she's carrying... <clears throat> That in her left hand, and in her right hand, she has a small garden spade. Okay. And she sees you, and she says, Hey there, big guy. You better be careful where you point that thing. I know, ma'am. You know, um, this ain't really season for anything you should be shooting with that. Well, I'm not shooting for anything... Just taking some time to myself. Well, you be careful because these woods here, there's going to be lots of people out like me hunting for the Sang digging. What you digging for? Sang. Sang? That's what we call it. You not have that where you come from, boy? I do not believe so. That's good for what ails you, that's sure. This is the time of year. Once you get start getting into the fall, it's ready to be dug up. It's even legal in this state. Oh, could you show me? Okay. And because you have such a good role um, on your act under pressure, um, she agrees. I'm not going to make you roll ma to manipulate someone because I think that she's going to be eager to do that. <clears throat> um, and she shows you... Uh, how to look for these little plants, and they are ginseng plants, wild ginseng that's growing. And she shows you a little bit about how to find them and identify them. Do you care for, are you all botanically inclined? Do you want me to go through what ginseng looks like? I mean, no. they're little uh, short uh, plants. They grow in hardwood forests, particularly oak forests that are around these parts and especially on north-facing slopes. They have little berries in the fall that mm -hmm. shoot up and you dig up the, well, the root, it's a rhizome actually. You dig them up and uh, she digs up uh, five of them while you're walking along with her, Agent mm -hmm. Erickson. 
And then at the end of it all, after she's done with that, she says, well, I reckon I need to go back into town, maybe sell these things. They go for a pretty penny. They're good for what ails you. Then she sort of elbows you a little bit. And she says, they're also good for your vitality, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Wow. <laughs> uh. And you may or may not, I don't believe you ever actually met her, but you may or may not recognize this as Aaron Aronson's special friend. Uh, oh. That makes sense. That's what I was thinking. Oh, don't you dare steal my girl. Let's start a fight in the group. It's not Doris. <laughs> Doris is the one I met. Or no, I'm sorry, it's Agnes. Agnes. Doris is yes. the librarian. Agnes is the uh, is Aaron's yeah. special yes. friend. Good catch. I don't want to be mixing up my uh, NPCs here. Those two. They're not at all the same. They're in fact very different. Um, so that is Agent Erickson's recovery. Then, should we talk about what has happened with Gwyneth Appleton? Yeah. Well, yep. Quick note, though. We think that your audio keeps cutting out when you go really loud and then really okay. low. So it is like automatically modulating its sensitivity. Oh. So when you're super loud with a character and then you quiet down, it does not pick up. When you so go what loud. you're saying is that Anchor does not respect the range of my performance. Yes. yes. That is what we're saying, but that, that is why we keep missing people. Okay. Well, that makes Which sense. The director is the worst. Yes, that's why we kept getting cut out on, on the director. Because he goes loud, quiet, loud, quiet. I see the discussion there. Okie dokie. So I will, I will try to keep the range down then. And we'll go to Gwyneth Appleton. Yes. Gwyneth, how are you feeling after you nearly died? You know, I feel like shit. Where are you recovering? Probably uh, in a local hospital. <laughs> So there is a small hospital in Rails End, um, and I think that you probably are, were admitted, right? You're not just yeah. in the ER being released. And next door to you is Professor Jane Lackler, and you can hear a whole bunch of instruments beeping, beeping, beeping in, in her room. So is there anything in particular on your mind as you're uh, recovering here? You know, I'm really um, trying to figure out a good way of reporting to my sect that I did not butcher the Momo. Hmm. Um, so as I'm just sort of lying there, hopped up on painkillers, like various different, like, insane plans for getting out of the trouble I'm in. Mm -hmm. um, they keep popping into my head and then I keep dismissing them and moving on to the next insane plan to get out of trouble. <laughs> and you haven't lit on any yet. Oh, absolutely not. Like, she's high on painkillers. Like, is she supposed, after being tranked, like, she hasn't been fully sober for a while here. It is true. And then um, I guess there's the question of what is the health plan like for the sect? Oh, it is incredible. <laughs> so you're not at all worried about the bill? Oh, no. Okay. Well, that's the good. The sect has deep pockets. That's how we afford the technology. Okay. Um, and then as you are 
laying there, sort of tripped out of your mind on the meds you're on, you hear a rattling sound at the door. Uh, yes? Are you in there? Are you that weird, secty person? Who's asking? Then the door opens and an IV bag on a stand gets pushed in ahead of Professor Jane Lackler. Oh, And she looks like death warmed over. Well, because she is death warmed over. And she's leaning on the IV stand and she says, I just gotta know. She's clearly struggling to speak. Did they get away? Yes. All three of them. Did... Did you get the tag on them, the, the, the tracker? Unfortunately, we did not. Um, the shootout happened too fast, but we did get them away in one piece. She looks pretty deflated about the tracker news, but then sort of gathers as much strength as she can and says, at least those precious creatures escaped those fiends, and then she collapses on the floor in the doorway there, and you hear nurses screaming and running down the hallway. The nurses, the head nurse looks at you and says, why are you provoking that woman? I didn't. She walked in here. What did you say to her? I gave her good news. You need to know Professor Lackler's in a very delicate state. Don't disturb her. I will do my best, but maybe lock her in her room to be safe? (laughs) (laughs) Truly a great plan. (laughs) I mean, she's the one who, for some reason, got out of bed to come in here and ask me a question. I'm just saying. The, uh, nurse rummages through some things and she hands you your phone and she says here amuse yourself with this instead of pestering the other patients gladly there you go anything else you wish to accomplish now Gwyneth before we jump to Erin hmm she's gonna call her sex right now yep right now Okay, so you have that on speed dial, I assume. Yep. You hear a very calm voice. Greetings. You likely know who you called. May I help you? Greetings. This is Initiate Gwyneth Appleton. I am here to report. Well, Initiate Appleton, this is First Assistant to the Commandant. What do you have to report? Well, I figured the Commandant would want to know the details of my latest escapade. And I'd like to tell you, before any of this, I almost died, and I'm currently in the hospital. Um, I fear, Initiate, that we are well aware of the unfortunate events. It has been well reported in certain circles that you 
failed the order in this particular regard. Yes, and I thought the Commandant may want to know why I failed the order. I do not understand why you think the reason for your failure because is at all relevant. Because there's another goddamn cult down here that shot me up whenever I was trying to do my job. <sighs> Initiate. We are followers of the true way and the sacred teachings of times long past. You're telling me that you permitted some upstart group of fakers to interfere with your work? What I'm saying is I had 11 guns pointed at me yesterday and a few bullets shot into my body. Like, I'm not fighting an ideological war on this last mission. Our ideology would absolutely win because it is the truth. I am saying I was vastly outnumbered. Well, Initiate Appleton, all I can say is I hope the next mission goes better and that you recover. Oh, believe me, I hope the next mission goes better too. If it doesn't, there may be consequences. I understand. Go well, Initiate Appleton. I'll go take go a nap well. now. <laughs> is that an announcement that you made, or is that just what you're doing? No, that's an announcement. Okay. <laughs> and then the line goes dead. So, so comforting. Initiate the drugs suck them. Indeed it is. <laughs> <laughs> Take your comfort where you can find it. Hello and welcome to the middle of Rails in Mysteries second interlude. In this time between our mystery arcs, we really appreciate you downloading and listening to our little show. If you'd like to help us spread the word, please tell your friends and don't forget to like and subscribe using your podcatcher of choice. It really helps people discover our little show here. Thanks a lot. All right, then. Um, Aaron, what are you I'm going on a top secret mission of my own to try and sweet talk Avis into a proposal. So I'm going to assume here that since Avis's uh, transportation slash residence, uh, the van has been uh, yeah. put in a bad way, that she is probably... Yeah. Oh, I offered her Gwyneth's room working. secretly just to annoy Gwyneth and claim probably. it wasn't my idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I'm definitely... Well, that sounds great. Yeah. So, okay, so what time of day are we to then? I mean, I kind of get the feeling that, you know, Gwyneth is hospitalized and John is off shooting things in the woods. But once you guys finally get back into town at whatever time it is, you know, probably like 5 or 6 a.m., like, do you, are you having this oh, conversation I would then? Have or definitely have you gone to bed, to bed and then had How's this happening? When I wake up the next afternoon. Yeah, I'm resting. So this is in yeah. the afternoon. I've gone yeah. up, had like six cups the of coffee. Day, yeah. And I'm going to like go into okay. whatever room Avis is in and be like, hello there. 
General Kenobi. Um, hello? <laughs> so, I want to talk to you about something. Do you have a minute? It ain't nothing bad, don't you worry. I don't believe you. But... Yeah. I, I want to talk about how you're using you your mean? abilities at the moment, because you're being a goddamn idiot, and I've got a much better proposal for you. I'm not sure I care about your opinion of how I use my powers, but you're, what exactly So it's obvious to me today? that while your man maybe involves some governmental affairs, you're clearly trying to fly under the radar from that. Well, at the same time, going up to everybody you meet and being like, Hi, I'm Avis, I have psychic powers. But <laughs> don't tell the government. It's... Most people don't take it seriously. They are not about to go report it to the government. Exactly. Don't they don't take you seriously. And that's what you need more of. You don't want to be the credible type. You want to look like a crazy wacko. And then no one will believe you have powers. People only see what they want. With that in mind... I'm not but to join just think about side. how much easy money you could make not having to hide your power. I'm not in this. <gasps> okay, so do you mind? And this is just a different kind of hiding, pretending to be something I'm not. Yeah, but by just pretending what I am. Think for a second. You get all the opportunities to travel. You wouldn't have to work under me. I have contacts. I can set you up. This isn't some sort of me hooking you in on things. It's just. Me doing a favour for a friend, for maybe another favour down the line at some point, but that's just that's just how showbiz works. It's just... You know what this sounds like? Oh, it sounds like you want Darling, me when I'm done, I want me got out of this as well. <laughs> so, how does... It doesn't, this is just plans for a few years down the line, you know? This Ozark situation ain't gonna last forever. It's always nice to have some things to go back to, some things to do afterwards. What I'm gonna do afterwards is more of the same. I've been doing this for years. Yeah, even after a few years of doing things, don't want to shift up your life at all. Shift up? I don't see how what you're It's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It's real fun to be doing what I do, so I don't see why I have to be... That's the beauty. You don't have to be a charlatan. You can do it for real, for half the effort. Do you know how hard it is to fake having psychic powers? My god, you've got to set up the microphones, check for idiots in the audience trying to listen in on you to prove you're wrong, put wires on every all the things so you can lift them. It's so bloody pain in the arse. You could just get in and do my job like that. It'll all be done. You're not It'd be exactly the easiest easy. job you've ever had. You realise that, right? Some peace and quiet. <laughs> no, I've you just follow job, so that's not some strange man out of a van risking life and death every now and then. Great, great life plan you've got there. That just says bad things about the life you used to have, not the one you have now. <laughs> I'm just saying, I haven't. Pretty decent life now. Uh, I uh, don't exactly want to give that all away just to be a showman. I, I don't know. Anyway, enjoy your Ludafisk. <laughs> I duck. Oh, get. The knock comes on the door again. I sigh and walk down the door. 
try put the bolt latch across the door and pull it open. Hello. Out outside stands uh, a sheriff deputy. Actually, it's not a deputy. You realize as you look at his uh, badge and ID that he flashes at you, and you recognize this as the uh, law officer who was out with you all the night before who Avis manipulated into leaving after the cult called them out. Why, hello there, officer. So lovely to see you again. Hello there. You're a part of that lot that was out in the woods As last my night, lawyer right? always tells me to answer these questions, I can neither confirm nor deny anything. But, but, but hypothetically, uh -huh. do go on. That sounds like you're part of the lot that was Your words, not mine. Night. Yep. Uh, well, look, I just want you to know something. What went down in the woods? It went down in the woods. And what's going down between you and the healing cavern tabernacle? Well, that's between you and the healing tavern ta healing cavern tabernacle. You understand what me, boy? What I seem to understand here is that you've done some things that you, sh an officer in your position, wouldn't shouldn't be doing. And it would be awfully unfortunate for you if someone were to accidentally leak all of what you've done there. Obviously, I would never dream of doing such a thing. Why does it you? He laughs at you, and he says, "You don't seem to understand." I ain't helping you here, fella. I don't need you to help me. I need to butt out. <laughs> oh, you need me to help you, buddy. I'm telling you, what's between you and the tabernacle is between you and the tabernacle. But I wanted to let you know that because, well, there was something I just kind of liked about y'all mm -hmm. despite myself last night. So, good luck, buddy. Good luck. And then he leaves. Hang on one second. I'd like to try to manipulate him with the threat of accusing him of police misconduct because I'm British and believe that can actually work. <laughs> um, so, I mean, by all means, like, I, I mean, he, he was leaving, but yeah. I, I guess we could sort of rewind a little bit to that point and we can give it a shot. Uh, um... I'm not sure it doesn't matter. I fittingly rolled like, a, a double ones, so I got a five. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. So then it just goes down, and he says, "Yeah, look, buddy. What I'm telling you is, it's between you and the tabernacle, and I am not involved. You just need to know." That Bull Blair is not a part of this. Okay, mister. You know what? I liked it much better when the police were after me than this. This is just weird. And I go and shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, Avis. Yeah. You have had a long day. And you were 
planning before all these adventures began to go to the meeting at the library um, in this evening, right? Yes. And so Doris, I believe, I don't know if you ever caught her last name, but Doris Babcock, one of the librarians, um, is holding a, well, what would we call this sort of meeting exactly? Paranormal interest group. Okay. Um, she's holding a paranormal interest group meeting at the library. And uh, it's in the evening, about 7 o'clock, say, after the library's closed. And, um, you know, you are, I assume, walk, you walk to the library, especially since Old Frig is yeah. out of commission. Yeah, and I've been staying in town, so it's not even that much of a walk, I would think. Well, you get there, and uh, Doris is at the door letting people in, and she says, Oh, very nice to see you, dear. Glad you could join us. Uh, we're in that back room over there. And she points to just, you know, across the library building to where there's a doorway open to a meeting room. I head over there, um, look around at who's already there, and find a place, you know, make my own. For so there's a lot of room in there in that the table will seat 10 or 12, and there's two people there already. Um, mm -hmm. There is uh, an older-looking gentleman. Um and then there's a younger-looking uh, girl, maybe 18 years old. They're both sitting quietly, but they nod at you. I okay. nod back, because apparently that's, that's the typical greeting. Then uh, Doris, you hear Doris locking the door to the library, and she comes back and uh, joins you. And she says, wow, good turnout tonight. Thank you, Quentin, Julie. This is our new member, Avis. Hello. So Quentin, being the old man, says, nice to meet you, Avis. And Julie just nods again. Yeah, um, nice to meet you all as well. Um, I'm curious what you all actually do in this sort of meeting. Doris says, well, we talk about things that are happening and boy, is there ever a lot to talk about. And she reaches into a shelf behind her and she pulls out the afternoon edition of the Rails End Reputation. The headline at the top of the page says, Freak Forest Fire Erupts at State Forest. Gun Battle Possibly Implicated. Then down a little bit on the front page. Explosives found and confiscated at Ozark College of Mines. <laughs> I just sort of run a hand over my face as I look at the news. Healing. And the fact oh, you're not done with the headlines yet. Yeah. Oh, great. Healing Cavern Cabernacle founder reported dead, interred by his order. And then finally... Goat rustlers strike again. <laughs> My God, goat rustlers! Goat Stop rustlers? everything else. Okay, let's see. All the headlines except ghost. Ring. 
goat wrestlers are us. And Doris says, things are afoot. All of these stories unmistakably have a touch of the paranormal. How exactly does the goat wrestling have to do with paranormal? Is that a particular myth around this area? She looks at you and she says, there's a lot of uses for goats. I, I do not deny that. I, I have heard of quite a few things you can do with goat's blood and goat's pieces. So I'm not surprised by that. But is it a specific sort of Well, one? there's tales of horrible creatures. Part goat, part man, maybe, out in the woods. But there's other tales as well of magics that are done in these hills using goats for a sacrifice. She shivers and kind of smiles and says, it's so evil. Julie smiles and nods. Quentin's just sitting there stone-faced. Then Dora says, but we have to remember that our dear member of this group, Jane Lackler, she's been laid up. She may have had some involvement with these matters as a, the investigator that she is, but they won't let me in to see her at the hospital, and besides, I had work anyway today. <laughs> I hope you all will remember her. And then she whips out from behind the, her on the shelves a, a card and says, and I hope everyone will sign this get well card for her as well. And she passes the card around the table. Okay. How do I you sign it? it? Just Avis? Ooh. Okay. Uh, and you see that uh, uh, Quentin has already signed it. Quentin Osborne. And you see that uh, Julie has signed it. Julie Babcock. So do you want do you want to ask Quentin anything uh, or you know? No, I just stare at him okay. for a second too long and pass it on. So then Dor says, Thank you, everyone. I will make sure we get this to poor Jane. She does such good work. Now I assume you're intending to ask her about some of the Oh dearie, I will. Jane Lackler, she knows more about the powers in these hills than anybody I've ever met, other than maybe the, the old maiden of the woods. But she don't, well, she don't old come to town much anymore. It's been, it's been years. But never mind that, dearie. All right. We need to talk. What, what do you think it is that caused that fire and that gun battle at were they the same thing? Maybe there's... They, they were related. Quentin said, I think they're probably because the ley lines. The, the ley lines? Julie, says, Julie finally says something. Fire? And in a surprisingly perky voice, given her sullen exterior, she says, I think that the ley lines have moved and they have overlap they've intersected there in the state forest and that is where forces were drawn together and they were battling for 
control of the ley line intersection, and that is perhaps what started the fire, but also caused the gun battle. And Doris, and, Doris nods theory. and says, so Avis, what's your theory? I think that two sides of a supernatural battle ended up fighting over something in that forest and the forest fire And Julie says, that's exactly what I said. They were fighting over control of the ley line intersection. That's what they were doing. I don't know if it was the ley line intersection. I certainly ley lines are powerful forces. You should not underestimate the power of the ley lines. They, they are. <laughs> I am not. I am not. But, I mean... There are many ley lines in these Ozark Hills. In these woods. It, it could be many things. It, it is true. Yes, there's many ley lines. <laughs> Avis, do you have any questions that you want to ask uh, of this group? Um, yes, but at the same time, I have a feeling I'm not going to get answers that are particularly helpful. Um, so instead of asking them, I'm going to note the fact that there's apparently some lady of the wood and go looking for okay. answers on that at a future date. Because apparently the And indeed, the group is talking about ley lines tonight. Um, Doris pulls down a map of Ozaw County and they're taking turns trying to sketch out where they think the ley lines are over the county and, uh, you know, so as to make them intersect over the Forest Service ground. Do I have any knowledge of whether they're even close to, like, if there are ley lines, if the ley lines are anywhere near there? Well, we haven't really discussed anything about the uh, uh, way magic is working in yeah. this world. Um, I will tell yeah. you that you have a strong perception, and I'm not even going to make you roll for this because I think this is pretty intrinsic in your spooky powers, that you know this ley line stuff yeah. is bullshit. Yeah, that that's you, kind of what I was thinking. Okay. So... I contribute, but mostly pull off what they're saying rather than okay. my own bullshit. Well, that sounds good. And then, um, are there any other loose ends we need to tie up in this interlude session other than maybe addressing just briefly any other level-up situations? Oh, I would like to have a conversation stand? with John Outwood, director. Well, and I yeah. think that while Avis is at her meeting, that it would be pretty reasonable, since John doesn't have anywhere else yeah. to crash while Frigg is getting uh, repaired. Well, while he's trying to figure out a way to get old Frigg repaired. <laughs> um, I, I think it would be pretty reasonable that he'd be staying with you guys on the couch there while Gwyneth is in the hospital. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Do you think so, John? I believe that sounds about right. All right. All right. Well, let's do that then. Avis is off at her meeting then, and you two are alone in the house that Gwyneth is renting. I come home in a hospital bed with my guns, sweating and covered in dirt. Probably take a shower. <laughs> yeah. Oi, when you're done with the shower, can I ask you something? 
Oh, for sure. Just give me a sec. All right, go. Shower. I'm done. Cool. So, I need to ask you a favor. You've got to promise me you can't tell Gwyneth what I'm doing. They do something behind the back of her mysterious spooky... Sorry, our mysterious spooky evil cult. You see John whip out a notepad. <laughs> so, one of my contacts back in England has run into something really, really stupid. He's been a fucking moron, and he thinks he might have sold his soul to a demon in a poker game. <laughs> purely, purely for my friend. What sort of advice would you give to someone who's that much of a fucking moron? Like, how the hell do you get protective custody from a demon? I really need to give him some help. Hey, hey, do I believe that this is a friend? And two, do I know anything about demons? Like, my experience with demons. So, I, I think that it's up to you how much experience you have with demons. I think that you likely would have some, at least peripheral experience from MIA's work, but I mean, maybe you got a lot. I don't know. That's up to you. And as far as whether you're believing what Aronson is selling or not, like, I mean, we can, a hunter can roll to manipulate mm -hmm. another hunter. Okay. Example. I'm going to roll to manipulate you then. Well, holy fucking crap. I got two sixes to bounce out my two ones from earlier. <laughs> So, so well, now there are some him. rules around that. On a, Which, on a plus a 10, the if they I'm do what you to. ask, they mark experience and get plus one forward. Yes. I exactly. get an experience? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, if you go um, along with it. I, I haven't had many run-ins with demons in my past. I've been lucky enough. To not be so colossally stupid to bargain yeah. such as a soul. In my defense, my friend didn't realize magic was real. Sorry, my friend's defense, not mine. Regardless, um, from what I know, the soul is pretty important. Um, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> while I would love to help you research this for your friend, I am currently in a less than good spot to request information okay. on any other loose ends than what I am currently working on. Not got any useful tips or anything. I don't. What if someone in the sex had a demon killing gun that they used at one point? No idea how to find one of those or anything, would you? Um, Magic silver know, bullets or anything? Do I know if it's... If, I know, like, silver works on werewolves. Does silver work on demons, or is that, like, iron, or... Iron is fey. Um, with... Tradition. Yes, within the uh, canon of this particular game, you have required some sort of sigil or um, uh, rune in order to deal with okay. the demon. I'll say you'll need a uh, more of a runic weapon, oh. uh, in an enchantment of some kind. Unfortunately, I do not know how to craft one of these. But uh, if you said the cult had some, you could always ask Miss Appleton. Uh, the problem is, 
this is a friend who's out, who's not aligned with the cult. And if the cult know that I'm talking to him, I'll get into a lot of trouble. So it has to fly under their radar, and I've got to try and help my friend without them knowing what's going on. Then my when it ain't quite as squeaky clean as she appears to be, winks. Um, I John does not know how to take that. <laughs> I wasn't sure that how Gwyneth appeared to be so squeaky clean. John is confused and like. Yeah, I'm very confused. He, yeah, he's very confused. <laughs> um, but he'll say, "Well, you could always do the tried and true, make this demon their problem, and then just help them with it." An excellent they idea. They don't need to make it. They don't need to know that it's your demon or your friend's demon. My friend's demon. Yes, my friend. Well, yeah. all I I would suggest is to maybe give an anonymous tip if you know where the demon is. Mm. You are the demon, is you can't do all sorts on it. Mm-hmm. Do demons own the houses? Demons own people. Uh, takes note on inside of hand. <laughs> yeah. Demons own people. <laughs> Just written on my hand. Like Just a perfectly sane person. <laughs> yeah. That's me, Aaron Aronson. Perfectly sane person. <laughs> extraordinaire. <laughs> Perfectly sane person, extraordinaire. My, second, my third set of business cards. As you're having this conversation, and bear in mind, the sun has now gone down. Uh, for a split second, out the window of the front room of the house, you swear you see a pale face framed in long dark hair looking at you with a manic grin on his face uh I'm sorry what nothing everything's fine everything's fine and under control I definitely do not feel like anyone is here is in danger that would be irresponsible but there was a weird creepy face in the window I turn do I look at the window do I see anything (laughs) you see nothing there's Nothing there other than some ill, ill-trimmed bushes outside yeah. the window. All right, man. Well, I, I think you just need some sleep. Can, can we bring the big guns into the house today? <laughs> <laughs> Where the, in the world else would you keep the big oh, guns? Yeah. I'm sorry to interject here, but like... I unloaded a lot of like the uh, yeah. probably shouldn't be found stuff in Old Frig. I mean, old Frigg isn't dead. Old Frigg is in the hospital with yeah. Gwyneth. Yeah. And um, John will be asking Gwyneth to pay for the repairs. But <laughs> 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 well, we will. So, have you that? found a? Uh, 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 John will do as much yet? of the work he can by himself. I feel like he has quite a bit of experience patching up this beat to shit van just because he doesn't really have a lot of money. But um, anything that's like too complicated, he'll have to take it into like a shop. 
Well, and the biggest thing is you're going to have to replace at least two tires in the rim that you mm. were rolling on after that one blew out. So, you know, those can get a little expensive. These are not small tires mm -hmm. or small wheels. Um, I'm assuming you don't want to no. bling that with chrome and stuff. You know, salvage maybe you can find yard, them in yeah. a salvage yard or something, but yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah. for the rim, not, not the tires. Salvage tires don't go so well. So, you know, you're looking at some serious change mm -hmm. there by the time you get the, uh, I the think I got some Bondo to rim. patch up all the holes. Yeah. The bullet holes in the, the body of it. And, and I, I think you'll find as you get into this, that old Frigg's, uh, Vital mechanical components are still in good shape. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I will go visit Gwyneth in the hospital. <laughs> well, let's um, do that real quick then. I'll knock on the door. Jane, uh, you should stay. Nope, nope. This is, uh, this is John. Oh. For the first time ever, I am relieved to I, see you. Thank, thank you. I think uh, I'll walk in and I'll <laughs> I'll sit. I'll I'll be holding my hat in my hands and kind of sheepishly looking at the ground. I'll be like, um, Gwen Gwyneth, Miss Appleton. As you know, yes. our close and honorable friend. Old Frigg was beat up quite bad in the firefight and requires some tires that I cannot purchase. Do you have money for me that I could use towards the van? Sure. I will purchase your Thank tires. You. Do you require anything while I am out? <laughs> <laughs> I can get you, like, a Snickers. You know, I would love it. If you could smuggle Coffee. me in. <laughs> yes. And a pastry. Coffee and a pastry. Uh, will, will do. And John's going to try to sneak in some shitty coffee and like probably a parsley stale pastry. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking this is going to be a quick shop pastry sort of like thing. With some coffee. But that's okay. We got a lot of those. Yep. We got plenty of those in, in the area. Um, so on that almost sweet note, should we wrap up this interlude session? Probably, yeah. Well, yeah. I like it. I think so. So we have Gwyneth convalescing, John almost being nice to her. Gwyneth almost being um, nice back. Aaron, yeah. yeah, that is wild and unexpected. That is some character growth there, baby. It's, Gwyneth must have um, hit her head yeah. real hard while being shot at. It's the morphine. It's straight up just the morphine. <laughs> I think, I think so. I mean, yeah, it, it really mellows. We should remember out. that the only reason Dragon? Gwyneth almost died was because she saved Jane's life. Wow. That's the reason she was unstable and living Yeah, but out. did she know she was going to almost die, or did she just, like, YOLO it? I mean, she didn't, she didn't you put your momo that. babies. So, like, that's already a... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the sect would have been really happy if they expected one momo and mm. got three. 